Hey everyone, it's Dr. Shauna here, and I am so excited to introduce this next episode of the Aligned Women podcast. It is going to be a great one today. We're going to be talking about ways to upgrade to your CEO status in your practice. Before we begin with the episode, I just want to let you know that we are accepting applications for our 2019 mastermind groups. And Danielle and I are so ridiculously excited about the mastermind groups that we have to offer you. The first one we have is the Inspired Women Mastermind, which is for people who are in the dream up or startup phase of practice. So if you are just thinking about starting up or you're just in the beginning phases of starting up, or if you're somebody like me who's had a practice for many, many years, but just decided to sort of close your doors and rebrand, this is a great group for you. It's a six-month group. We take about eight people in that group, and it is a wonderful way to get some group coaching, some instruction and some accountability and focus for your dreams. The second group we have is the Elevated Women Mastermind. Now, this is a mastermind for women who have been in practice for a while. They are in the ramp-up phase, so they are growing. And typically, it's a woman whose growth is really, really starting to kind of take over her life. We need systems. We need accountability. We need delegation. These are women who are kind of knocking on the doors of six figures or may have a six-figure practice. And what you really need is other women who can help share ideas and can just help encourage you through this process. And our newest mastermind group we're so excited to introduce in January of 2019 is our Elite Women Mastermind. This is a special 12-month mastermind for women who have six-figure or multi-six-figure practices, as well as teams of at least three people, including themselves. We have found over the years that we've been doing masterminds that these women have a very special set of challenges and growth strategies that only other women who are in that position can really understand. It's a combination of one-on-one coaching, of masterminding with other women in that phase. We are going to have two amazing optional retreats that are there for you women. And it's it's a year where you can really, really dig deep and dive into those big goals. We would love to have you take a look at our masterminds. You can check out all the details of our masterminds at alignedwomen.com forward slash mastermind. Welcome to the Aligned Women Podcast, a podcast to empower women in chiropractic to grow practices that work for their families. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton. And I'm Dr. Shauna Dingman. We're two moms who are navigating the journey of life and practice just like you. So sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Aligned Women podcast. Dr. Shauna and I are so excited to be here with you today. We're going to be talking about how to upgrade to CEO status of your practice. I love this conversation, so (laughs) this is probably going to be um, a fun one. All right, so let's get today's episode started with the question that we've kind of gotten into a habit of asking each other now. Shauna, on a scale of zero to 10, how is your day going? My day is, I would say I'm an eight out of 10 today. Yep. I have a projector that doesn't seem to want to be accepting information from my computer and a workshop that I'm putting on tonight that I need the projector for. (laughs) So not that that should be upsetting my day, but I would say my day might be a nine if it wasn't for my projector. How about you? I'd say I'm a solid seven right now. Yeah. 
every time we do this reading, I'm like, gosh, Shamit, you're so positive. <laughs> Life is good, <laughs> man. Life positive is good. outlook. There's that, Danielle. So here's a question. I love that we do this because this is actually something that I ask all of my new patients in their initial visit. So in their consultation, and this is probably one of the single most important questions that I think I ask them when they come in. So after we do all of our, you know, the consult on whatever it is that's going on, their headaches, their low back pain, their indigestion, their baby's colic, whatever, I will always say to them, so on a scale of zero to a hundred, how would you rate your health? And I would give them an example of what 100 is and I would give them an example of what zero is and then they give me a number. And then what I say to them is, and I'm saying this to you right now, Danielle, what's the gap? What would get you closer to, well, in your case, 10? For patients, I ask 100. Mm -hmm. What would get me closer to a 10 Mm -hmm. is having a healthy baby. She's had a fever for the last two days. Um, more solid sleep would definitely be helpful and just feeling a little less hectic with all the things, <laughs> you know, like all the mom Hashtag things, all, all the work all things. The things, right? Yeah. Just feeling like, um, I mean, I've, we, I, we've made huge strides this year and how overwhelmed I was feeling compared to what I am, where I am now. And some of the topics we'll talk about today, I've implemented myself this year. Um, like delegating and, and finding the dream team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think there's still more work to do. And there's also some of that work is just me accepting that, you know, like if, if the house is, if the house is messy, it's okay. I don't have to be cleaning it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how about you? What would close the gap for you from in that eight to a 10? It's oh, a good question. I think just spending a moment wrapping my head around, it's a projector. This is not my day. Like my projector does not get the right to steal my joy. My joy mm. is my job to manage and my life is really good. I have an awesome marriage. We have food on the table. We have a great home. Everything is, you know, everything is going really well Christmas wise. The kids are all doing excellent. Really, I I don't want or need for anything. And life is excellent. Practice is great. I get to spend the next however many minutes talking to you and podcasting and giving information for our listeners. Honestly, life really couldn't be better. So I'm going to readjust that and I'm going to say, I'm a 10. See, that's the thing though about gratitude, right? That mm-hmm. when you're in a, in a practice with gratitude, it's just like how we practice with our patients. Like we're always learning and we're always developing our skill and gratitude is a skill. So when you were feeling like I was, I'm like, oh, that's a seven out of 10. Like listening to what you've just shared now, I'm like, nope, 10 out of 10. I'm good <laughs> because I've forgotten to practice gratitude. I've forgotten to be thankful for all the things that we do have that are wonderful. And I really feel like there's, there's nothing I need or want. I have it all. And you know, what's funny too, this, Maybe this is a tangent, but do you find yourself saying, well, I can't really say I'm a 10 because, you know, nobody has a perfect life. Screw that. You know what? I'm a 10. I can be a 10. Yeah. Like we should feel guilty in some way for being a 10. Or just looking for, well, I can't possibly be a 10 because that would mean life is perfect. Well, no life is perfect. We're kind of imperfectly perfect. So why can't we just say we're a 10? Why don't we just allow ourselves to say, I am a 10. Well, as one, of, as one of the points that we'll make today about having a growth mindset, 
I think um, that's part of having a growth mindset is to claim that you're a 10 out of 10 before you even feel it. Growth happened today. Okay, let's get All started. Right. With our now topic. that we've now that we've done some coaching on ourselves, <laughs> we've done therapy on each other. <laughs> okay, so today we're talking about ways to upgrade to CEO status in your practice. First and foremost, Shauna, why do you think that this is an important topic for us to share with our listeners? Oh, I think it's such an important topic for us to share because I think that most of our listeners do not think of themselves as CEOs. I think we often still think of ourselves as you know, just the mom. And we mm-hmm. don't realize just how important what we do is. We don't realize how unique it is. We don't realize how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. And until we can wrap our heads around this idea that we are the CEO of our lives, of our families, of our practices, it is very hard to grow a successful practice when you don't you don't see it or feel it, first of all, in your own mind. And you don't acknowledge yourself as the leader of that. Yeah. I'm not ready to share details about it, but I've had a significant change in my life over the last few days that has really challenged what I believe about myself. Like I now am taking the role of CEO a hundred times more seriously than I did just um, on Thursday last week. And it's Tuesday today as we record this. So um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this topic didn't come up because of that. We've had this topic on our planning sheet for weeks but it's interesting that it's, I'm sure it's not just a coincidence that we're covering this today, given oh, you know, the irony. Right <laughs> yes. All right. So point number one that we wanted to express to you, our listeners, is that upgrading to CEO status involves hiring, well, first finding, hiring, training, underline training, please, and keeping the right people or AKA your dream team. Yep. This has been such a huge lesson for me this year because before this year I was doing everything in business and at home by myself on my own. Um, well, with some exception, I hired a cleaner last year and that was, uh, what November or December. So like at the tail end of 2017, um, this year I have found the most amazing nanny she has a master's in education and my kids are homeschooled. So hello. Perfect. (laughs) Um, she has been amazing. I would, I would have never guessed that there was someone like her available, but I just kept the faith right there. Like I'm going to find the right person. Um, we have a cleaner that comes every two weeks on Monday and Friday, which are kind of like my flex days. I may schedule some work. I may not. I may, focus more on self-care and, and the kids in the, in the house. Um, I still have a teenager that comes and helps out with the kids. Like she plays games with them. She helps put away their laundry, etc. So as, as I'm describing all of this to you, what I hope that you're hearing is that those two roles are not roles that um, are working in my business, but they're working in my home and in my family. Yet they have been so key for me to be able to focus more on my business and to have the space to know, like I can commit to podcasting every Tuesday morning with you, Shauna, because I have someone here that is supporting me with the kids in the house. Um, 
Whereas before when I was trying to do it all on my own, like I was like, well, podcast isn't going to happen today because the kids are bananas. Yeah. You know, as you were talking about this, it reminds me of the book, Drop the Ball by Tiffany Dufu, where she's, she's always talking about the village, right? It takes a village to raise a family and how she created this village. And I, I wonder if as mama chiropractors, that's one of the things that we need to remember is we need to get out of the traditional view of who a team is, which is like, you know, chiropractic assistant or uh, bookkeeper, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. those people are necessary for sure. But our team really has to be our village. So it includes the people in our practice that help us out, but it has to include the people that help us out in a family way around our home that allow us to be able to go and do our thing in practice or in business, whatever, you know, whatever other side hustles you've got going on. We have to think about the village that is helping us run our run our our corporation, which is a combination of our family and our business. Yeah, for sure. So on that note, Shauna, you work both in Aligned Women and in your own practice, and you've been focusing on growing both of those this year. Yes. Is there a specific person that is on your dream team, um, present or future, who you have, um, who you found that is key for helping you balance being both mom, wife, coach, and chiropractor? Hmm. Well, I have a house cleaner as well. And I don't know why, why is, why do we keep coming back to the house cleaner thing? I I think the (laughs) fact that you and I talk about it so much really should sort of show everybody just how important that piece, like having a clean house and a tidy house for one, at least one day of the week is so important for me, for my mindset. When I walk into the house, there's, it's not just the fact that the house is clean. There's a pride that I feel in the fact that I have done something that has allowed us to have this in our home. And it's something that means something to me. My husband is very vocal about it. So, I mean, here's someone who for a long time thought, well, why would we pay someone to clean the house when you and I can do it just fine? Yeah. Which really, to be honest, was mostly me because I don't think I've ever seen him pick up a toilet brush. But, um, and he's really helpful around the house. But then when we did hire someone to clean, he's like, we are never letting go. Of, we are never letting go of Gail. Um, <clears throat> he loves it. He absolutely loves it, and it's important to both of us. So, she is someone, and she's so lovely. Like she's one of those people that if I happen to mention, like I burnt the tar out of one of my pots a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember what it was I had on the stove, but I burnt it so badly. I couldn't get this pot clean. She just grabbed it one day and brought it home. And I don't know what she did to it, but the pot came back clean. She wouldn't think of, like, she just would do those kinds of things if I'm ever wondering, hmm, who can we have locally that will, like, sweep the chimneys? She would know somebody. And she uh-huh. would be their number. So she's, she's that kind of person. She's a real resource person. So she's someone for sure. But I'll tell you, from a business standpoint, I am absolutely in love with Stacy, who is our chiropractic intern. So she's a fourth-year chiropractic student. She's been working for us since she was in her first year. And from a tech perspective, like I find for me, I can run my practice quite well without an actual CA, like without a front desk CA. And that's something that thanks to technology and thanks to the patient management program I use, 
really been able to just cut that whole salary out, which is massive. But where I find I really need the help is on the tech side and more of the social media side. And Stacy is a whiz at that. So she'd be in her late 20s. Like I said, she's in her fourth year of chiropractic college. She does all of my social media posting. And she's amazing. Like She finds these obscure articles from places and puts these awesome posts together. Um, so she does that. But when I run Facebook ads or Instagram story ads and I need a funnel done, she understands. I've trained her how to do all of those things. So now I can just ask her to set up a landing page and create a funnel and hook up the funnel to the landing page. And she knows how to do all of those things. And I would say those are my biggest challenges right now. Not that I don't know how to do it. Some of it I'm, I don't know how to do, and she can figure it out much quicker than I can. But just having that kind of thing off my plate, it's almost like having a virtual assistant. Well, she is really a virtual assistant. Plus she does yeah. other cool things. So she is like of all the people on my dream team right now, she's it. And then I, I you know what? I got to say my husband, um, I'm lucky because he's a chiropractor and we run this business together. So I know that a lot of you, if you don't have a husband who's part of your business, this is kind of irrelevant, but he's incredible. Like he just has so many ideas just from the standpoint of being able to run clinical things by him. He is such an incredible source of information and experience. Um, I don't know what I would do without my husband, just to be able to bounce things off of and to get ideas and to figure out if I'm stuck with a patient, what's something else that I can do? We toss content ideas back and forth together. We create content mapping together. So Craig is probably, he's probably the single most important person on my dream team. And I also get to go home to him too. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Next bullet point and kind of along the same lines as finding your dream team is to be able to delegate. To be the CEO of your business, you have to be able to start letting go of control and start delegating. Oh, okay. Speaking of social media, I've delegated some of this to our virtual assistant who works for Online Women. Her name is Deja, and she'll be hearing us as we talk about this on the podcast because she does the editing. We love you, (laughs) And she does the social, social media post, and there are some things that she does differently than what I would do, and I'm like... So what I have to remind myself just because I would do it differently doesn't mean that she's doing it right or wrong at all. It is all about me letting go of the control and just trusting that the way that she does things is perfect just as it would be if I was doing it myself. Right. But, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. Yes. Letting, and, and on this note of letting go of control, as we're talking about the cleaner, by the way, when I have someone else put away the laundry and they put it away differently than I do, I've learned to just say, so what? The laundry's put away. I don't care if it's folded the way that I fold it or not. My husband, however, is like, he gets so um, fidgety when someone else puts away his laundry and they put it away differently than he does. I, I have just been telling him, like, I don't care if your laundry is put away differently than how you do it. It's put away. So let go and just be okay with it. Letting go of control is not necessarily easy, but again, as we talked about with gratitude, when we were opening this episode, it is a practice. It is for sure. And I think one of the hardest things for us as entrepreneurs, because we do have really controlling personalities, we have to, we're not where we are by chance. We're there because we're very type A, we're very controlling people, but 
in order for your business to grow, you have to be able to let go of some things. Like, I don't know how many times I talk to people and I'm telling them to source out graphics, for example. Like you don't need to design that office Christmas card or that flyer or whatever. Like get somebody else to do it. And I don't know how many times I hear people say, well, I love Canva though. You know, I love going on Canva and, you know, it's kind of fun for me to just play around and do that. Right. I get it. I mean, it's not, my, it's not fun for me, but I can understand that it's fun for some people. But the question is, like, is it more fun than playing with your child? Mm-hmm. More fun than going on a date with your husband? Because essentially, everything has a cost. Yep. Every single thing that you are maintaining control of is costing you time with somebody else or doing something else for yourself. And so if you added up all the things in the week that you have your, you have your palms so tightly wrapped around and you added up the number of minutes of your week that it's costing you, that's what you need to be looking at. And I think essentially it's an excuse for just feeling like I am too afraid to let that go. Telling yourself that you don't mind doing it or that it's fun to do it, I think really if you look inside yourself, there is a fear in there of you letting that go to somebody else because you just may not like how it's done. And that's where if you train somebody well, if you train them, here are the essential things that need to be done with folding my laundry, for example, and anything else on top of that, you just have to look at it like, no, whatever, it's done. And I'm not talking about laundry. It could be, um, you know, the way patients are scheduled. You know, there are certain things that it needs to be done a certain way, but maybe there are other things that it's, it's just a matter of taste or it's a matter of time preference or whatever. Um, so those are things you need to really be asking yourself, do I actually have to do this? Or if I knew somebody could do it really well, would I be happy to let it go? Yeah. Um, a great resource for this is the book, The Big Leap, because it's all about expanding into your zone of genius and letting go of things that you might be good at doing, but that are not your specific genius. So if you want to wrap your mind more around how you can let go of control and do more of what your genius is and let other people do the stuff that you might be good at, but you don't have to do. They're not income producing activities for you and they're not in alignment with your highest values. Read the big leap. Yeah. All right. On to our third point. Our third way to upgrade to CEO status of your practice is to have a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Ah, there's so much to say about this topic. Um, our mindset is so much. It's such a huge percentage of what dictates our reality and our results both at home and in practice. Um, there's no one right way or easy way to develop a growth mindset, it's also a work in progress, progress, just like with your gratitude practice and letting go of control. So as I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, hmm, interesting. These things that we're sharing, you know, they're not short term strategies and they're not quick fixes, but that's part of the nature of being in this phase of business. When you're moving from ramp up to scale up, for example, you are now in a phase of business that's going to take longer to create significant changes. So anyway, that's a side note. But um, Shauna, what would you like to say about having a growth mindset? 
Well, I think one of the most important things for everyone to realize is that it doesn't matter what stage of business you're in. It doesn't matter what level of success. It doesn't matter what level of income you have. Mindset issues come up at every single phase. They're always there. It's not something you ever sort of conquer and then it's one and done. It's something that has to be dealt with in every single phase of your practice and probably almost every week you walk into practice, you're going to be dealing with new or old mindset issues. Mm. And, you know, I might as well just insert a little commercial here for, um, for the aligned practice one-on-one coaching that, that you and I do. Would you say that probably the majority of what we work with our one-on-one coaching clients on is mindset issues? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, because we can lay out a plan and the strategies and the tactics, but what stops people from taking action on them is the thoughts and the beliefs that they have about their ability, their worthiness, and their confidence to, to move forward with the plan and the actions. Yeah. And people don't typically come to us because they want coaching and mindset. They come to us because they want coaching in systems or they want coaching in marketing or they want coaching in just practice growth. But what so much of it always comes down to is looking at what is going on in your head because we tend to be our own biggest barriers. So dealing with imposter syndrome, dealing with that sense of who am I to actually have this? And I think when we're talking about four ways to upgrade to a CEO mindset, to CEO status in your practice. And I said, one of the biggest things that we have to do is see ourselves as CEO in our minds. That is probably the single biggest mindset issue that comes up. It's an imposter syndrome. We don't see ourselves as CEOs. We see other people, but we don't see ourselves. And helping people that and see a different vision of in our practice, um, it's probably one of the single biggest things that we can help people with. So on that note, if, if practice growth and mindset issues are something you really wanted to just help break through and blow through in 2019, I can't recommend one-on-one coaching enough. I've had coaching all of my chiropractic career. Um, my first coach was in 2001. I started practice in 2000. I took a coach in 2001 and I think I've almost never not had a coach. I can't imagine trying to do this without a coach. So if that's something that you want to investigate, just go to alignedwomen.com forward slash work with us and you can check that out. Um, But having a growth mindset, one of the other things that comes up from a mindset standpoint is just being able to expand how you think about success, how you think about practice, how you think about team, how you think about yourself as a leader of the team. And, you know, I just saw a Facebook post the other day that someone had posted nothing to do with practice, but simply it was just a post that said something like, if you knew me back in high school, you don't know me at all. And the Uh post was, I'm a completely different person now than I was 20 years ago. Well, you're a completely different person now than you were a year ago. And if your mind, if your mindset can't catch up with who you are right now, you are stunting your own growth. Yeah, I can really relate to that uh, since, you know, looking back at myself a year ago or two years ago, I'm like, no, I'm much different now than I was then. But you and I both, Shana, are always working on ourselves. We're always growing ourselves. 
Um, so when we're focused on that, then change happens quickly. Okay, last point about upgrading to CEO status is to be willing to invest in yourself. And this, of course, correlates to what you were talking about with one-to-one coaching. But, you know, there's kind of a, a stigma, I think, about investing in support for ourselves um, because we feel like, well, sort of like the burnt toast syndrome we talked about on one of the most recent episodes, right? Like we save the, we save the last or the, like we take the last for ourselves. Yeah. We give the best to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so for us to have support, it's a way of saying, you know, I'm going to put myself at the top of the list and I, I'm going to have help. Um, that's a part of it. And then there's also the, the challenge of making the financial investment and trusting that your financial investment and continuing education or to work with a coach or to take a course in Facebook ads, whatever it might be, that that financial investment that you're making is going to have a return on your investment, a significant return on your investment. And there's no way to guarantee that because the work comes down to you. If you do the work, then you may or may not get the results that you're that you're wanting to get. But if you make the investment and you don't do the work, then of course you can't expect to have the results. You know, one of the hardest things that I found, and I think probably most of our listeners can relate to this, one of the hardest things that I have found in investing in myself is feeling guilt over taking money out of our family coffers to do that. Mm -hmm. And even though the business is paying for it, it still means that it's money that's not going home anymore. And I, as a mother, yeah, like I've got terrible burnt toast syndrome. Everybody else will get all the activities and camps and sports and things that they want and need. And I will always put myself down at the bottom of the list because I want to make sure that well, that the kids have, you know, everything that they need to have the best possible life they can have while they're still under my roof. But it's that feeling of guilt that I have to really check myself and decide carefully how and what I'm going to invest in myself. And that's been a big shift for me in the last 12 months is realizing I am worth it. My business needs this. And sometimes the return on the investment, it's not direct. Like when I went to BizChicks back in October, it's a, you know, it's a female entrepreneurs. I didn't, I didn't get an advanced course in pediatric adjusting. I didn't do a new technique. I didn't, um, I didn't do anything specifically chiropractic, but I got to hang out with really cool women who were just making things happen in their businesses. I got some I got some training that is out of our field, which I didn't realize how cool that is to get, you know, strategy training or marketing training, marketing training from someone who's not a chiropractor. It's really different. And just to be in the company of other women who are moving forward and creating success in their lives. I don't have a specific ROI for it, but I know that it helped to grow me as a person and that can't not help my business. So If you need someone to give you permission to spend money on yourself as the CEO of your business, Danielle and I are giving you permission right now. Okay. Blanket (laughs) permission granted. I loved hearing one of our mastermind clients. uh, She went on a Black Friday, like, 
buying blitz for seminars. I never even thought of checking out chiropractic seminars, but she, I don't know how much money she invested, but she got all these 50% off deals on seminars. So she's basically set up for her continuing education for the next two or three years. I love that she knew what she wanted to spend on herself and she got a great deal. And now she's set up as far as her, um, you know, as far as training herself and upgrading herself for the next couple of years. I think that's a wonderful, it's a wonderful statement on her own self-esteem and self-confidence. And I really admire that about her. Yeah. You know, another way that we can invest in ourselves is by taking time for ourselves. Time as an entrepreneur is money and money is time. So we often struggle, not you and I per se, but we as a community of women in chiropractic, um, women in general, gosh, struggle to take time, make time for ourselves. And that is also an investment. So if you happen to be in a phase right now where you're thinking there's just not the funds available for you to invest in yourself in some way, I would challenge you to look at how can you start investing in yourself in ways that are free. And that would start with making time for yourself. That time what you do with it, that's up to you, of course. I would encourage you to do whatever it is that replenishes you, fills you up, um, and allows your parasympathetic nervous system to take the lead for a while. But know that that is another way of investing in yourself as well. Yeah, I mean, think about it this way. I love that you talk about time, right? If you didn't have the money to fly somewhere and take a course, what if you took that money, say you were talking about, say it was going to cost you $700 to do a specific course and to get there and to stay overnight in a hotel. What if you took the equivalent of that time somehow and you went to a coffee shop with your earbuds and your laptop and you just work through all the aligned women um, information. If you're an aligned women community member, work through all the masterclasses and all the information that's in there. If you're not an aligned women community member, what if you just work through all the podcasts? We've got 80 some odd episodes now. What if you just work through all of the episodes and took notes and looked at how could this change my business? That is an investment in yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So let's recap. First, we talked about creating your dream team, finding, hiring, training, and keeping the right people, both at home and in your practice. From there, then delegating to your dream team, letting go of control letting them support you, having a growth mindset, recognizing when you have imposter syndrome, recognizing that you are always going to be continuing to grow yourself no matter what phase of business you're in. And then lastly, being willing to invest in yourself, both financially and with your time as well. So on that note, I want to remind you, as we talked about at the beginning of this episode, that we are currently taking applications for our new Elite Women Masterminds, as well as for one-to-one coaching for 2019. If you would like information about both our masterminds and one-to-one coaching, just head over to the Work With Us page at alignedwomen.com forward slash work with us. We should okay. mention too that the applications for elite women are the applications will be closing January seventh, and there are only mm. a certain number of seats, and almost half of them are taken at this particular point when we're recording, which is the beginning of December. So, if that's something that you're interested in, do not wait. Hop on it soon. Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> all right, Shauna. Any other last points before we wrap this episode up today? Nope. I think I think we hit them all. Awesome. Okay, ladies. 
one last reminder, if you have found value in what you've shared here today, then please share this episode with another woman in chiropractic who you think would love this podcast as well. And be sure to catch us next week for a new episode. We'll talk to you then. Thank you for joining us today on the Aligned Women Podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, we would love for you to head on over to iTunes and hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can join the community of amazing women doctors in our free private Facebook group, Mama Chiropractors, by going to alignedwomen.com slash mama chiropractors. And if you'd love to fast track your success in life and practice, subscribe to the waitlist for the Aligned Women Team group coaching membership by going to alignedwomen.com forward slash join. Have an amazing day and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Aligned Women Podcast.